You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. So school for most families is back in full swing, and we thought it would be good to do a back-to-school check-in episode and give an update. It's been a while since we've talked about school, and just talk about how school looks currently for our families, what routines are working well for us, some of the challenges we're experiencing with school, plus a bit of a deeper dive into some of the differences and similarities between homeschool and public school as Kelsey's kids go to public school and I homeschool. We also want to remind everyone that we will be releasing our next Friends of the Show Patreon bonus episode in September. That will be in honor of Labor Day and come out just a bit after Labor Day. We'll be doing a deep dive into all things work. We'll be reflecting on our experiences of working full-time in traditional jobs and what our work looks like now. Plus our favorite products and strategies for our work and what we say when someone asks, so what do you do? (laughs) So that will be available for all of our Patreon members. If you aren't already a friend of the show and would like to get two bonus episodes from us each year, plus access to all our past bonus episodes and two live hangouts with us a year for just $5 a month, please click the link in the show notes and sign up. And thank you so much for supporting the work we do to make the show. Yes, thank you. Okay, before we dive into our topic today, let's catch up about what's been going on in neighborhood news around the, around your neck of the woods. I want to share about what I think must be the best money that we have been spending this summer, and that is memberships for each of our three kids to a nearby trampoline park. Okay. Yes. Worth so, it. So worth it. So it's $25 per kid each month. So we're paying $75 each month. But for that, we can go as much as every single day oh. for two hours. We do not go that often, right. but we are going at least once, if not typically twice a week. Right. And so when then you calculate that out, it, yeah. that is coming out to less than $10 every time we go yeah. for all three of my kids worth it. to bounce and run around. In air conditioning. In air conditioning, (laughs) where they are mostly entertained, and I'm just able to kind of passively parent. Yes. With Maeve, I I had reached the magical time where I could just sit and read my book, Mm -hmm. and the boys would go bounce around. Mm -hmm. Now we're re-engaged with Maeve, but it's getting a lot more fun with her as she's getting braver and stuff. And this is... Also, one of these very few activities that all three of my kids love from toddler to tween. And that is a tall order. Yes. So they all get excited to go. And it just, anyway, gives us something to do. Get out of the house. I love that it's just already paid for. Mm -hmm. Because also this time of the year, it can feel like, well, what can we go do that's not going to cost $70? All the back to school shopping and all (laughs) that. Yes, everything. So Anyway, I just wanted to share that and also share that recommendation for anyone else in a hot climate or if you are in a really cold climate to get you through the winter. Okay. My neighborhood news is introducing you and listeners to a new neighborhood character. Yes. I'm going to call this friend Bundled Runner Guy. Bundled Runner Guy. And when I say bundled, I mean he is in black everything a beanie and i'm talking now this time of year holy cow and in the afternoon so i don't know if what? he's and he's like an older guy like are you very concerned for yes him? he's I at am. least in his 50s i mean he looks in good shape but he's at the very least in his 50s he has black beanie black hoodie oh. black leggings with black shorts underneath with tall black socks pulled up oh. with black gloves 
gloves. And he runs right. His route Ooh, my is palms like just right got past sweaty. our house. So I see him like once or twice a day. Oh and I'm like, gosh. and no matter what time of year it is, that is his, that is his running outfit. Whoa. So I don't know if it's like an old, like if he was a wrestler and it's like an old school, you know, like a Rocky yeah, or like the a, military or yes. something. I don't know what it is. I don't know why you would risk that amount of heat stroke. <laughs> I feel like no matter what shape you're in, that sounds very dangerous. Yes. I want to be out at your house and have some ice water for but him. But every time I'm like, how are you doing oh. this? And he doesn't run very fast. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I mean... Maybe your body doesn't like that. Oh He's just kind of shuffling a little bit. Oh, man. But it is, he must live somewhere in the neighborhood because he goes right past my house more than once a day. That is intense. Yeah. And it happens to be like whenever he must go is like when I start running kids to sports and stuff. Okay. So it is literally the hottest time of the day, like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bundled runner guy. I would like you to have... A lot of Gatorade. Yes. And I would like you to take off some layers, please. Please. Yeah. Please do. Making me nervous. All right. Let's start with reminding everyone our current family school situations, what grade our kids are in, all that stuff. Okay. So for my three kiddos, Dash, my oldest, is 10. He is in fifth grade. Cedric is eight, and he is in third grade. And Maeve is three, and she is in an all-day preschool threes program. All three of my kids are at the same school starting so nice. this year. Yes, with Maeve starting that preschool program. It is our neighborhood public school, which is just half a mile from our house through the neighborhood. We really love our school. It has a really strong sense of community. I think especially because it's set in the middle of just a few neighborhoods Mm -hmm. and it has a small boundary district. There are no buses. Mm. So most families live nearby and lots of kids bike and walk. And our school goes through sixth grade. So I am getting to enjoy two years of having all of them at the same school right in our neighborhood. And that feels so special. And I am just so aware of that and really savoring it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay, we just started our fourth year homeschooling, which is crazy to me. That is wild. We started during the pandemic, for those of you that don't know, and just loved it. So we kept doing it. It continues to work really well for us. Vanessa is in sixth grade, and she will be 12 in October. And Julia is in fifth grade, and she's 10. I think that it's really nice because while they're in those grades, like we also do a lot together because they're so close in age. So we're able to combine a lot of subjects like for language arts and things like that. They're really working on the same things, Mm -hmm. maybe just expecting a little more out of Vanessa than Julia, but Julia will rise to the level too. So it's been really kind of cool. So that is where we're at with school. Okay. So what would you say is going well for you guys so far this school year? All right. I have three things to talk about. The first thing is that all three of my kids really enjoy school. And I am so thankful for that. I know that is not a given, but that has been the case and continues to be the case so far. We are just especially so thrilled that Maeve is loving her new preschool because she definitely takes a longer time to get used to new Mm -hmm. things. So I was a little bit nervous about that transition and it honestly went smoother and she warmed up to it even more quickly than I had expected. So it just seems like a great situation for her. The next thing is mornings overall are going really well. Uh, We'll talk more in depth about our routine Mm -hmm. in a minute, but everyone is up early, which definitely can be, you know, 
maybe a little bit of a drawback, but it's early enough that we have time for what feels like a somewhat leisurely, just like yeah, family there's morning. bonuses to that too. For yeah. Sure. And it does take some hurting to get the kids ready, but they're always ready on time. We're not like racing out the door right. to get there on time. And everyone pretty much looks forward to going to school. So, you know, they're yeah, like ready like to get out the door. every morning. Exactly. So I'm appreciating that. And then overall lunches are also going well. And that has been something that has been tricky in the past for a couple of reasons. A couple of challenges before is that the boys have sometimes wanted to buy so often. Mm -hmm. I just felt like I was constantly getting an email, low balance, low balance. And I was like, how much money am I putting on these cards? Right. Because the individual meals aren't that much, but when you have two kids, suddenly they were buying breakfast and lunch and a little extra snack. It just adds up quickly. (laughs) So another challenge was that it seemed like anything, I am talking anything we offered Dash (laughs) for lunch, no thank you. Anything. All he wants, PB and J, all he wants are all of the packaged processed snacks. And that's what he sees all kinds of kids. And that's what he sees many kids getting. And, you know, we've tried to find compromises. Like what if we buy like chips and include them, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of for him, like all or nothing. So that has been a challenge. I do think we've made a lot of progress. We came up with a routine where the boys look at the school lunch menu for the week and they pick two meals across to breakfasts and lunches to buy each week. Okay. And they seem to be happy with that. And that's working well. And then I had found, we'd found a couple of things that it seems like Dash was into. We started getting some deli meat for him, Mm -hmm. trying out like a ham sandwich, Mm -hmm. but it's just so up and down. We'll find one thing like, okay. So does he just like not eat then or does he go buy lunch? I think he just nibbles and doesn't and eat very much. And brings a bunch much. home or throws a bunch yeah, away. Yeah. It, but I just am like, for you, an yeah. active kid who's yes. 10, how Growing. are you going all day? No, for real. You just can't be your best self or feel your right. best self. So right. anyway, that's still a little hit or miss, but it just feels like overall we're in a slightly better place. Okay. And, and Maven and Cedric are luckily easy to pack lunches okay. for. So good, good. at least I have that. <laughs> Okay, so we, I we are just really. I feel dialed in. Mm. That's the thing. I feel dialed in. I feel like we've kind of figured out what works for us in terms of like how long of a summer break to take. Yeah. We're really loving our curriculum and resources, and have some things that they do use different curriculum for because it just matches their style more. And some things that we all really love together. We have a real good schedule and flow worked out, and I think part of that is they're at these ages where really half of our day is together and half of our day is fairly independent. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing some review or they're, they even need like longer stretches of time sometimes to work on an assignment or work on, you know, a project or whatever. So they're at those ages where that's actually good and they'll put on their headphones and listen to Taylor mm-hmm. Swift while they're doing it. And that, you know, they're liking kind of that independent work time versus me having to be like right. on all day long, which is just exhausting. <laughs> so I'm more of the facilitator on a couple things, which is really nice. And yeah, we're just getting to this like sweet spot where we can read books that we really genuinely all enjoy. Like Mm -hmm. I pre-read, I try to pre-read at least their language arts, the books that we're going to really dig into so that I have, you know, the background for it. And I legit love all the books Mm -hmm. that they're reading and it's just so fun. So that's all just going really, really well so far. What are some of your challenges? Okay. Besides... Packing something for Dash for lunch. (laughs) I also have three to share. Okay, this first one 
is a new challenge that has just come up in the past week, and that is that Maeve wants to bike or scooter herself to school, which (laughs) I love the independence of this little lady, and very recently, I mean, she would make it four houses down and then be done. Yeah, yeah. And she has made it all the way half mile to school, but can I remind you, it is 105 and humid. Yeah. And yeah. do you know how long half a mile is with a when toddler you're, you're on a balance bike? Right. Holy cow. Right. Chris and I are pedaling as slow as we can. Come on, Maeve. You're like, I will fast. tip over Keep if I go any. Keep those feet moving. Keep those oh feet moving. Gosh. It is just, oh man. Excruciating. But she's so determined, Aww. so we can't like take that away Aww. from her. But I can't wait till it cools down. Yes. I think we will hit a sweet yeah. spot then. She'll get a little faster. Those legs will get a little yes. longer. <laughs> okay, so this next challenge, this is going to be like the totally opposite experience of what you have at homeschooling. <laughs> but I don't feel super informed or connected to the boys' curriculum mm-hmm. at school, mm-hmm. you know? And we do get some regular communication from their teachers and from Maves as well. And I'm not worried about her curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> Numbers, letters, all yep. sounds great. But I couldn't tell you exactly what their current objectives are Mm -hmm. in their different subjects. I couldn't tell you exactly how those things are being taught, what they're doing on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. things like that. And I have the kind of kids too, they are giving me very few details about their days. You know what I mean? I will sometimes find that I can get more information when their school friends are over. Mm -hmm. And luckily all the fifth graders on our street, there's four of them all are in the same class. And so you're like, Ooh, I'll put out some snacks. The teachers. (laughs) Yeah. can be like, Oh, so I hear you were doing that, you know, and then, and then get some feedback. Uh, plus, I mean, just so far to this point, the boys have done so well in school. So I know they're doing fine. And, you know, I do see their assignments come home, so maybe have a, a basic sense. But mm-hmm. I just would enjoy knowing more yeah, of that yeah. nitty gritty and the details. Mm-hmm. And I just I, be interested in it. Yeah, I would just be interested in the details and how it's taught. I would just be fascinated to know about that stuff. And so I just don't feel like I don't want to be bothering the teachers. And I also feel like what I want to know is like more in depth. Like, uh-huh. can you tell me exactly how you're doing your That's language That's what I was going to ask. Like, does curriculum night, do you have like a curriculum night or a back to school night where they kind of go over their curriculum yes. and their sort you know, of methods a little bit or I no? I think unfortunately what I have really noticed about the curriculum nights, and we've already done that, is the way that the teachers present it is honestly this higher level and they talk about the standards they use. And I'm like, what I want to tell them is walk me through a language arts assignment, walk me through a math assignment. Cause that would honestly help me have a better understanding. Like what, even when they bring something home, then like what they're expected to do Mm -hmm. or what they're capable of even. Right. I think sometimes parents, I noticed this in the classroom, parents were like, blown away at what kids were independently doing in the classroom mm-hmm. and then bringing it home like I don't know what to do right you know? yes so it, it is helpful I think exactly and it's hard. kind of that part where I see what they're doing now and I'm curious you know what is this leading up to right you know maybe what are some of your big projects this year right. that this is helping them you know write some paragraphs and they're going to be writing a book report or right. whatever so anyway just finding that we will have parent teacher conferences and I think I'm kind of 
kind of gathering these thoughts mm-hmm. so I can make that a good mm-hmm. use of time and kind of establish that good relationship. Yeah, especially if they're doing fine otherwise. Like, hey, I'm just curious. Right, exactly. Like, how does this exactly. work in your classroom yes. or whatever? So I think I'm kind of stuck in that wanting to know more, mm-hmm. but not quite knowing exactly how to connect with the teacher that's not just going to be a bunch of extra work for the teacher, right, right. you know, like, and, and to yeah. not seem like I'm trying to grill them on. Yes, because <laughs> I'm sure they get a lot. I was going to commend you on, like, I know you just are curious and genuinely interested and want to be like an involved parent and I think they get a lot of the other side right are you teaching this certain you know political idea that I disagree with or Or why are you teaching math this way and whatnot so anyway so that Uh uh-huh and then the last one, this is just kind of funny. So in fifth grade at our school, the kids can start to be in band or orchestra mm-hmm. and Dash chose to be in band, which mm-hmm. is really cool. He chose percussion, which <laughs> yeah, all right, but for percussion, they start out on the xylophone, uh-huh. which has got to be one of the most disappointing <laughs> instruments to a 10 year old boy <laughs> if you want to be on the drums. Yes. So the other thing is, so we had to go purchase or rent this bell kit xylophone yeah. and it's kind of big. He's supposed to be bringing it back and forth to school, but he bikes right? and there's no way to take that by bike. And so it just feels like we don't have a routine around right. it. And then he's leaving <laughs> it at school more often. And it's like, are you supposed to be bringing it home? I, I'm not really sure how into it he is, but right. I'm also a little bit worried that he's going to miss this opportunity to get sparked in an instrument because he's having to start on the xylophone, which is a little bit of a bummer. Uh And I know they they don't participate as much in like the band pieces. Right. Anyway, but all musical instruments are Chris's domain. Oh, there you go. And so I know that he will figure it out. I love that. I love that offloading. (laughs) I love that so much for you. Yeah. Okay. Our challenges are more, let me give you an example. Please do. I come downstairs this morning. They're working on some independent things. I was working on some things. I said, okay, I'll give you a little time and we're going to go to the library this morning. So work on those things until then. So they're doing their math on their iPad. Their math program is all online. And they are sitting, I'm not joking you, like six inches away from each other with their respective iPads working on their respective Uh lessons. So it's not like they can't copy or anything. They're working on different things. But just in each other's space and constantly looking over at each other, kind of annoyed at like someone counting out loud. Just being passive aggressive at each other. And I'm like, get on a different couch. We have have multiple multiple square feet, (laughs) multiple pieces of furniture. And it's like this. I mean, we've talked about this outside of school even. But this. The sibling magnetism. Yeah, like the anim animosity mixed with magnetism that I just can't. So finding some ways to get separation is just always a challenge with homeschool. It's a challenge with two kids this close in age and the same gender and everything anyways. Mm -hmm. But then, and when we are together, they actually work really well together. But then when they are really supposed to be doing their own thing, they just, yeah, cannot kind of default to leave each other alone or mind, mind their own business or it. So that is always a challenge. Um, having like, you know, separate sports, some separate friend groups that they hang out with and stuff totally helps, but they also just have like a lot of common interests, but very different personalities. And Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of clashing. Yep. And so I am, and it's hard because like 
in a normal parenting situation, you could just ignore things and they truly don't matter. Well, when that's getting in the way of you learning math, mm-hmm. now I have to be a little bit more involved when I would like to just ignore that right. sibling squabble. So it's been finding that balance of like, you know what? Gotcha. And they even said to me a couple of times, you know, I'll just be annoyed by the bickering that I hear. And they're like, no, we're not fighting. We figured it out. And mm. I have to start like, yes, you were fighting, mm. but I need to start trusting that maybe you did figure it out gotcha. and I can just stay okay. out of it. Okay. But it is tricky when you're in charge of their learning yes. too. And then the other thing, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but just feeling like finding ways to feel like I'm on a break when we're on a break yeah, because we're still at home often, especially this time of year. It's just so hot. We're at home. We're not outside. We're not doing different kinds of things. So even on the weekend, it's just like, okay, we're at home again. We're at home and we just don't have school. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. So there's, that's, that's always a challenge. And part of it is just me just deciding like, I'm going to go do something or we're going to go do something different than we would do. Part of it is like planning laziness a little bit. Like, yeah, I just want to be home and not think about it. But I think I'm just going to have to be a little more intentional about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. What do your morning and after school routines look like during the school week? I feel like this changes so often and always is like a work in progress that gets tweaked. So where are you at right now? Okay. How about if I share my morning routine and then I hear from yours? Sounds good. Okay. So mornings start early over here. Maeve is awake first, ideally at 5.30 a.m. or later, Mm -hmm. but it depends on the day. Cedric is usually up not too long after that, but sometimes he'll wake up and just stay in bed to read Mm -hmm. and we'll have to go get him for breakfast. Dash is now sleeping in the latest as his tween self, but that is still, I mean, 6.30-ish. Yeah. I don't think he he rarely makes it to seven. Right. (laughs) So... So it's all it's all relative. It's early birds here at the Wharton House. <laughs> so everyone leaves for school around seven forty. So kind of have you know almost about two hours of together time mm-hmm. uh, with everyone before they're all heading out. So once everyone is up, Chris and I are both making breakfast and lunches together, or one of us might be showering after a workout. For breakfast, we have things like toasted bagels. Sometimes we will do egg burritos or scrambled eggs, toast, cereal. So pretty, pretty simple, but Mm -hmm. sometimes there is a hot breakfast version in there. We often have cinnamon rolls on Mondays, Mm -hmm. still doing that. Still doing that. That is still popular. Uh, Chris and I generally make breakfast, although sometimes the boys will make themselves cereal. Honestly, it is just an efficiency thing. If you ask the kids to do it, then they're kind of going slowly Mm -hmm. in the kitchen or they find something to fight about. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. at this point in life, it's just easier for us to do that. And I will say all of this time could be relatively pleasant or quite unpleasant, depending (laughs) on the mood of our toddler that morning. She she is the thermometer. She really is kind of the bellwether. Like this morning, we had a very pleasant morning, but just last week, I mean, it can be quite unpleasant yes. so it's like <laughs> i'm bringing everybody down with me here friend. yes so after breakfast we start hurting everyone to get dressed pack their backpacks at least the boys we still do that for mave and to brush their teeth and then while all of that is going on at some point in the early 7 a.m hour our doorbell will ring and it will be neighbor friends ready to play oh man. they're, they're some, ready for the day there huh? are some friends on the street that just get up and ready they are showing up wow. with their hair done in their fresh outfit. I just am so surprised they're beating my boys to that. So anyway, but I will say that does really help motivate my boys. Like, okay, friends are here, like get ready. So that helps them get things done and get out the door. 
Before the boys leave for school, we remind them to make their beds and tidy their rooms. And I would say they generally do about a B plus job okay. on that. That's but, pretty good. You know, it's yeah. it's an effort. Yep. So trying to get them in the habit of that. The boys take off for school on their bikes about 740. Maeve's preschool starts just a little bit later. So we'll finish getting ready with Maeve and then take her to school. Although, like I mentioned, she's now wanting to bike or scooter and mm-hmm. that's taking longer. So I think we're just going to start trying to leave with the boys. Okay. Cause to- the boys go by themselves, right? Exactly. Now. Okay. Yes. They bike to and from school totally independently. They usually are with a group of friends, but, yeah. but they can do it by themselves as well. So anyway, that's our morning. I will say generally the mornings go pretty well, but mm-hmm. depending on Maeve's mood right now, like yeah. I said, uh, but I definitely savor the peace and quiet once oh, yeah. everyone oh, has yeah. left. You feel that exhale. I really I, do. I believe that. I feel it when I walk into your house, like, mm-hmm. oh, there's nobody here. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. We, Jeremiah is up early. And so just like when we did public school, he tends to be like the first parent on duty. Although honestly, our kids are very self-sufficient in the morning at this point. I think they've learned because I am not a morning person that you better keep it together in the morning or you're going to get grumpy mom on your hands right away. But he, you know, takes the dogs out for the first time, walks, does the feeding, all that kind of stuff. So he's kind of on duty at first. They, the girls are up around sometime between seven and seven 30 for the day. And they usually get ready for the day in the room, in their rooms themselves. We really don't do like if we do like a pajama school day, it's very rare because I think we all just feel better if we yes. like get ready for the day. At least, I mean, like I don't necessarily have makeup or whatever on, but like real clothes, a yes. bra, like just I ready agree. to go. I feel better that way myself. So um, they get ready and then they go downstairs, make themselves breakfast. They'll sometimes play with the dogs and stuff and kind of wear them out in the morning. And then um, they, ha- when it's nice out, they go outside for a little bit, but they also have morning chores that they do. So they do like one is in charge of it rotates every week but whoever's in charge of unloading and reloading breakfast dishes into the dishwasher then the other person is in charge of tidying up the living room like getting the couches Mm -hmm. tidy and stuff and picking up dog toys and picking up dog poop in the morning because we have three dogs now so it gets done every day or else it's just gross so they do that ideally without being reminded Mm -hmm. but sometimes need to and then we try to start school by nine okay which is seems to be, I've tried to move it earlier and earlier because it's nice to be done even earlier mm-hmm. in the day as they get more and more work. But also that just seems to be the sweet spot mm-hmm. where I get the least resistance, where I actually feel like I've had a cup of coffee. I got yes. breakfast. I did all that. And right. so, so there's some mornings I really don't see them till we're starting school. Mm-hmm. Like I will take a shower, get myself ready. Jeremiah brings me coffee and mm-hmm. I won't really even see them till we're about ready mm-hmm. to start school. So that's actually kind of nice. And do they kind of naturally migrate up to the homeschool space they or do. do you kind of call them? No, they do. They don't, I don't get a ton of resistance anymore. Um, they'll even come, there's mornings I'm just like really moving slow and they're like, are we starting at nine or are we starting <laughs> a little later? You know? Um, but even when, when they go play outside, they know to be back in by nine yeah. and Okay. You know, so yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty automatic at this point, which is okay. really nice. Well, lovely. Okay. So in the afternoon, our boys are bursting through the door right about three and then Maeve's program goes just a little bit later. So we have kind of just enough time to say hi to the boys, get them ice water, get them started on a snack. Mm-hmm. We ask them to unpack their backpacks which I think is a routine we need to solidify a mm-hmm. little bit more because sometimes they're just slinging their backpacks down and we need to really establish 
take out your lunchbox if it's there, take out your water bottle, take out any papers, things like that. So we do need to work on that a little bit. And then if I did laundry during the day, I'll fold their laundry and put it on their beds. And so that is kind of like, hey, wash your hands and then put your laundry Mm -hmm. away. So, and that's always the thing too. They're walking in the door and I'm saying, oh, shoes, wash hands. hands. Shoes, I'm telling wash you, hands. I, I'm like, it's that so gross. You've so got to wash your hands when you yes. come back in from yes. anywhere really. But like school, ugh. I know, <laughs> I know. Yes. So we are always on them about that. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to share some snacks that have been working pretty well for us lately that we are trying to keep on hand. Microwave popcorn has been a a pretty Mm -hmm. good hit and I'm happy for them to have that all the time. You know, it's like good, like snacky thing. Yes. And it feels very snacky without, it feels like more of a guilty pleasure than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. And it like takes the edge off their hunger, Mm -hmm. but it's not, you know, ruining their dinner. Anyway. Apple slices with peanut butter or a peanut butter banana have been pretty reliable for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. And lately they've been loving chips and salsa too. So you should introduce them to hats on a monkey. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes, I should. Oh, that's a callback from an old episode. I will link, I will link to that old episode all about snacks. That was great. Okay. So once we kind of get the boys settled a little bit, Chris or I will go get Maeve or sometimes we'll go get her together. Lately, we have been driving more often than not because it's so hot, yes. but soon we'll always go pick her up in the bike trailer yeah. or maybe bring her little bike yeah. since she's been wanting to bike. So something that I'm loving so much about our family schedule right now is that Chris works from home just about every day. He'll mm-hmm. go into the office maybe one day a week, mm-hmm. but sometimes not even that much. And his schedule is flexible enough that he's often wrapping, can be wrapping up work when the kids get home from school. And so we're often able to co-parent through the afternoon and evening, which is so wonderful. Yes, (laughs) it really is. And just especially right now, well, it's so hot and we're so cooped up. Or if we are going to take them to altitude, Mm -hmm. it's just nice to have an adult there to chat with and stuff. So it, it's so great. Although what's funny is I'll get so used to it that if he does have a late afternoon meeting during totally reasonable work hours, right. I'm like, what? You're so bad. You have like, a 4 p.m. meeting. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> I get spoiled with them working from home. I give him the evil eye. Uh-huh. Like, Don't let it happen again. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, back to our routine. Every day feels a little bit different right now. The boys will have sports that start, but Mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks. So we're kind of in this nice lull where Mm -hmm. we really don't have any afternoon commitments. Sometimes after the boys are settled and have a snack, they will head out to play at a friend's house or sometimes some friends will be over here. And it seems like at least once a week, like I said, we're taking the kids to a trampoline park for like Mm -hmm. an hour and a half. And sometimes we'll invite some friends Mm -hmm. to go along with us for that. Love the minivan for that. Um, also so far this year, Cedric in third grade has very little homework and Dash has some homework, but it's not an everyday kind of thing. So I feel like we don't have a really established homework routine. And that's also kind of where I don't feel fully plugged in. Right. Like how often are you having homework? Did you forget to tell me that you have homework? So we're going to work on that. (laughs) So that's something kind of like to work on, but, but I think it feels fine for now. Um, so yeah, I would say our afternoon structure feels pretty loose right now, but it just feels good. I do feel like they've been in school all day and I really want them to just come home and have a lot of unstructured Mm -hmm. and friend time. 
looking ahead a little bit, I have been thinking about when it cools off a bit, I am hoping to get back into my routine of taking the kids to the park right next to the school Mm -hmm. a few days a week or Mm -hmm. most days. I loved doing that when the boys were little. And I think that'll be really fun for Maeve and like other little friends usually stop by. And I'm hoping that maybe if I bring a basketball and a soccer ball, I could entice the boys to right. come with me at least a couple days right. a week they've kind of outgrown the playground yeah. but I think they would still love to run around and then I have been thinking about maybe adding some kind of minor chore or task to the boys after school routine just mm-hmm. to kind of you know I'm always Get looking for habit. ways to add a little bit more responsibility mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. love yeah. that Yeah, our afternoons don't have a for sure end time. It kind of depends. Usually we are wrapping up by like three. I am usually done, but like done teaching. Um, Sometimes somebody's working on something a little bit long, you know, a project or something. Sometimes we're done as early as two. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're done with school by the lunchtime. It just kind of depends on where we are for the week. Because I, and I'll get into this too, but I really plan on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we're just kind of ahead of where we need to be. And then we have some extra free time, which is really lovely about homeschool. But yeah, sometime around two or three, we're done. And it used to be that the girls had a hard time kind of knowing what to do with themselves Mm -hmm. when the school day was done. Mm -hmm. And that is not the case anymore. They want to FaceTime a friend. They want to go play if it's nice out. They want to watch a show. And and I'm fine with any of that. Mm -hmm. You know, if we're done with our school, we're done with our school. And that kind of also motivates them if there's something that they you know, haven't finished up yet for the day like that. We don't have homework, obviously, like we do it all during the school day, but that has to be done before you go play. So yeah, they usually have about, about two hours, an hour and a half to just be, have a snack, get themselves ready. It's so nice that they're not so exhausted at the end of the day. Like I just remember feeling like, oh my gosh, you're dehydrated. You didn't eat very much lunch. You're so tired. Mm -hmm. It's so nice to go into like evening sports and stuff and know that they're like ready for it and ready to run around mm-hmm. and not already like kind of depleted so mm-hmm. it just that feels good for our family rhythm and just kind of how my girls are like I just think that they need I think most kids need more downtime than we give them but I think mine are pretty like mellow and introverted mm-hmm. like energy wise and so it takes a lot when we were in public school it took a lot out of them, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it feels, it just feels like a good fit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so then two, two days a week they have, and it happens to be at the same time, which is really nice, but just staggered enough that we can get them there. So I drop Julia off at jujitsu. We leave the house about four ten, and then I take Vanessa to gymnastics. She just rides along with us and that's a little bit further away. And then Jeremiah goes to jujitsu at five thirty, so he she stays with him for his class, oh, and then he brings her home. I love that. And then he goes back out later at eight thirty to get Vanessa. Gotcha. She's like five to eight thirty on the nights that she has wow. it. But that's just two nights a week, so she actually packs herself a little dinner, mm. like a little charcuterie, those little like grown up lunchables, yep. you know, and like some fruit, and eats it in the car on the way home, and eats like a hearty snack before she leaves. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to worry about dinner for her those nights. We were that took a little while to get into because she was coming home starving and it's like nine o'clock at night and I'm like we can't be eating a full dinner and I want you to go to bed and shower and like so we've we've streamlined that process a little bit and yeah then other nights Tuesday nights Jeremiah does dad dinner usually and he works from home too so sometimes he's done by like four and Mm -hmm. he takes over for the night and I disappear and pretend I don't live there love it um and that's tonight actually I just realized I'm very excited about that (laughs) 
And Thursday nights we are all home, so we usually have family dinner together. Mm-hmm. And Friday nights we don't have anything right now, mm. which is really nice. Yeah. So yeah, our our evenings. One of my favorite parts about homeschool is the very relaxed morning and afternoon routine it does not feel like a grind Mm -hmm. it feels like easing into the day and easing out of it and I really love that for all of us Mm so yeah although I don't think ours is has quite the same ease of being in the house what I am noticing now that we have removed having to be in a car from our routine because we were taking Maeve to daycare preschool almost every single day Mm -hmm. taking that car away Oh, mm-hmm. it really makes a difference. The buckling and, and the, it's like one more, especially with yeah. toddlers, it's like one more thing to battle yeah. about it. <laughs> and just in this time of year too, even being in the car, but in the heat, is oh. just unpleasant. It is. It just really is. Lots and of sweaty, so, but. yeah, I also just feel super fortunate that we're able to have, at least for these couple of years, mm-hmm. no cars have to be yeah. involved. And that feels yeah. really nice. Not dealing with traffic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a couple of questions for you specifically about okay. homeschool. Okay. So I want to know, tell us how you know what to do every week and each day. <laughs> and I guess as you were talking and saying you're planning on a weekly basis, do you have a little list of just like almost the deliverables that each girl yes. is going to give you by subject yeah. kind of that you know? And then, so, and after that, then can you walk us through a typical day. I know you've yeah. told us a little bit, yeah. but maybe in a little more detail about what the home, like the school part of your day looks sure. like. So I think you would be surprised to see how, like if you were to sit down with a classroom teacher, like you want to and talk more about curriculum, how similar our planning really is. Like I'm sure they, I know how to do things the same reason they know right. how to do things. So I go off of, I don't have to, but I, I reference state and common core standards mm-hmm. just to make sure we're kind of on par. Not everybody does that in homeschool and Arizona doesn't require that, but that just helps me make sure I'm not missing mm-hmm. something. So that's kind of like my, that's really more my like backboard, like checking myself. Yeah. I'm not necessarily planning right off of that, but right. I like cross reference with that. And then, um, picking out individual resources and curriculum I'm going to use, I look for certain things. Like I know it works really well for me to have things broken down by week. Not Mm -hmm. all curriculum does that. I see. But I think that's super helpful. I want options within that week. So like I find that the curriculum really works well for us when there's enough structure, but not so much that, you know, I can't make some choices or move some things around within that. Like I don't want it super scripted Mm -hmm. for the week. Um, And so the scope and sequence within that then tells me like, what I'm teaching when, you know what I mean? And it all kind of starts, once you start home, the starting was harder Mm -hmm. to be like, where are they at? Where am I starting at? Because I didn't start at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once I knew where they were at, you kind of just keep going and you're the one teaching it every day. So you see how it's building, Mm -hmm. you know, on each other. You're like, okay, I know we have fractions coming up. I'm going to look for some games or something for that. So I'll show you. We might have to edit out some page turning, but I brought visual guides for you. Oh, yes. Okay. Because I know you love a schedule. I do. Okay. So this is my homeschool planner. Wow. And I have... That's beautiful and a beast. It is a beast. I like a beautiful beast. A beautiful beast. And I will link to it because it's my favorite, favorite planner ever. But I actually printed out, I shrunk and printed out the fifth grade and sixth grade standards for math and language arts because those are the ones I'm super concerned about like... Right. Just making sure I have all the right. details. 
So then I, I printed them on sticker paper. Oh, I didn't and even I put know them that was right a thing. Because I didn't want a binder. I wanted something that can like close sticker down to paper. regular book size yes. and stuff. So Erica is showing me like several pages yes. and she does have just these printouts with little teeny type, but it's all yeah. right there for quick reference. Yeah. Of so the then standards. I can kind of look through and see. I mean, there's even like a little check box. I actually found this on Teachers Pay Teachers, the Common Core, mm. where someone had put them into like concise. Yeah. Because if you look at Common Core standards, you kind of need like a lawyer I'm sure. to interpret them, I feel like. But this is like concise, like, okay, what are we learning in measurement and data gotcha. in math in fifth grade? Gotcha. And just little check boxes. Very and nice. So I can kind of keep track that way. And then what I do is I take the... So I like start at the big picture and I think I kind of narrow it down. So I take like the whole, I print out an academic calendar. Mm -hmm. This is also on sticker paper and just put in there. And I kind of put, we aim for 36 weeks of school. We end up doing way more than that actually. Mm -hmm. Like usually it's like 40, 42 because Mm -hmm. I'm extra. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, some of those weeks are lighter and whatever. And I keep attendance. There's a spot to do that in here. You don't have to though. Like in Arizona, it depends on your state. So Mm -hmm. all Arizona says is you have to teach like, these, these basic subjects, but that can look however mm-hmm. you want it to look. And we don't have to test and we don't have to turn in anything. I would be ready to turn in anything if I ever right. needed to. And right. I think a lot of people who take it seriously would. But anyways, so I break down, you know, I know which weeks were kind of schooling, which weeks were mm-hmm. on break um, and just kind of make sure it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And then I take... There's this little spot with a 12-week calendar, and it perfectly fits the tiny post-it notes. Oh, my gosh. And this so is bringing me a lot of joy. Are you loving this so I really much? Am. I'm like, I have to show this to Kelsey, because <laughs> this is the most organized I get in life, and I feel like I could never compare. <laughs> I love so it. So I'm like, I got to show you where I really I shine organizationally. Yes, you really okay. are. So then, and by the way, I was never this organized in the classroom. Oh, okay. Never. And I think partly because I didn't have to be. It wasn't all up to me. You yeah. know, everything was kind of planned but out now, a little bit more. But when you have full control but, over something oh, man, that you love, just, just watch, watch out. out. Give me a post-it note and get out of my way. <laughs> so I have like 12 weeks at a time, basically, roughly okay. planned out. So I'll say like, okay, language arts, we're going to be on week two of that curriculum. I see. Math, we're going to be working on this. Social studies, we're going to be on this week. Mm. So that I kind of, then what's cool is I can kind of see where I can draw some connections to if I'm like, oh, language arts, this book is about, like right now we're reading a a true autobiography about a little girl who was in Indian residential schools Mm -hmm. in Alaska. Mm -hmm. And then I can be like, oh, we can do our field trip to the Native American Museum and mm-hmm. learn about they have a whole residential school mm-hmm. exhibit. And mm-hmm. like, I can see where gotcha. like I can make connections right. that way. And the nice part about them being on post-its is I can move things around. I, I can see be like, that. nope, we're not. But if I plan any further than this, I end up like having to redo it right. very often. Mm-hmm. But this just kind of gives me a where are we headed mm-hmm. situation. It yep. lets me look ahead for requesting books from the library, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, so I take that big plan mm-hmm. and then I... The sticker paper is oh, really the a star of the show. Is the star of the I show. didn't even know sticker paper I was a thing. until I was watching all these other homeschool <gasps> and YouTube you're like, moms. what is where that? Where has that been all my life? Oh my gosh. So I... In the planner, there's like a spot for um, like a week at a glance schedule. So I I put out my schedule and I like to combine homeschool and life. Mm -hmm. This is very detailed for friends that are bored watching this. I am here for it. But I feel like I'll do do an accompanying Instagram story. I will try to. So I have a 
a section with like to do's and whatnot. And then the actual schedule for the days, I put dinners in there. Mm -hmm. That's like all on one page. And then there's like a weekly overview page, which you can use for whatever. But so we're on like week five of school, technically. Well, this was last week, but Mm -hmm. week five of school. And then I kind of print out extra books that we're using, what book we're on for language arts. She's printed out the covers of the books and like yes. themes. On like, sticker paper. So it's almost I like a see, little scrapbook I, too. Yes, I was like, you are scrapbooking and yeah. planning. It is a thing of beauty. And I can just like look quickly and be like, oh, we're still on this book or I need to, this also just really helps me make sure I have every material that mm-hmm. I need for the week gotcha. by doing Visual. this. Plus it's like a creative, fun little yes. thing to look back at. Yes. And then my lesson plan for the week comes right after that. Okay. So then I take that and I look at the individual curriculum and I'm like, okay, here's where we are. This is what we're doing this day. This is what we're doing this day. Hmm. And I have my other little <gasps> master teacher notebook. What? So I have what a, is that? I, <laughs> this is so this is so fun to talk about. I could talk about it all day. <laughs> so I have a disc bound situation. I, I like the disc bound. Um, you know, like the happy planners are like that. So I have a special I've, hole I've punch. never owned a disc bound thing myself. Yeah, but. so I have a hole punch. I like Franken planned mm-hmm. a teacher planner. Kind of created your took own. took it out. And so I have some of my like curriculum is um, like PDF based. Gotcha. Right? So I okay. have... This is our language arts curriculum, and I just print a few weeks at a time, plus mm. the major table of contents and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it will tell me, like, this was my first week, right? Okay. It gives me an overview of what I'm doing for the week. Mm-hmm. It breaks it down by day. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know what to teach each day. I see. And then I might cho- see, like, some of these are highlighted because I did some of the activities from that day, but not all of them. Gotcha. It's like, gives you more than you need. And then there's, like, accompanying student pages that mm. I print out as needed like I don't print out the whole book but if we're going to use them Mm -hmm. I print them out um and that's kind of how I know what to do okay so I don't know if that helps you I mean (laughs) if all these pretty planners are involved I'm ready to sign up it took a while I don't know how my kids will feel about that but but there's there is highlighters there is sticker paper it is that's impressive friend homeschool moms are kind of notoriously planner nerds I've realized too Mm -hmm, but I've mm -hmm. learned a lot from my veteran homeschool mom peeps yeah Oh, I and love that. Honestly, it's to the point now where if I don't do this on the weekend, mm-hmm. I don't feel yeah. ready for the week. Right. And, th- and we can do that once in a while. If somebody's sure. sick or we need to kind of wing it for sure. a week. But honestly, it goes so much better this way. Uh, yes, I can. And I make I can sure imagine. I get everything in. That looks great. I, and I just love, I mean, like you said, you're starting your fourth year and you you have developed this over time and really yes. found yeah. you know, the planners that work and the approach that works mm-hmm. and all those little details you know. And some people just some people love just going off of a notebook and they're like, OK, for each day they sit down each morning. They kind of know, mm-hmm. you know, in general, because they have their year long curriculum where they're headed and they just say, OK, today this is what I'm going to get done. Mm-hmm. I I just think my brain works good in a week. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. that, that works for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's how well, I know that what to do. Is very cool. Um, OK. Day in the life. Are yeah. you ready for this? I'm so ready. <laughs> Wait for it. I have a schedule that is also on sticker paper. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. And I, so having the weekly schedule, I kind of do this um, more to make sure I know what holes I need to fill, not so much for time blocks, but more like, okay, what, what subjects do I need to find resources for? What are we Mm -hmm. focusing on this year? Mm -hmm. So I started something this year that's working so well Mm -hmm. and it's a morning loop. So we're starting the school day differently every day, which 
helps so much. I was finding that Julia especially had a hard time getting going in the morning. Yeah. Like that was where I was getting the most resistance mm-hmm. and it would like set the tone yes. for the for the whole day. And I think what it was is I was working they were doing like independent morning mm-hmm. work every day, so like kind of a review, which was great because it gave me a minute to get myself together mm-hmm. and it got them like in, you know, woke up their brains or whatever. But I think she felt like overwhelmed right away in the morning mm-hmm. by that versus starting together. So I kind of experimented with some things and I don't like starting this day the same every single gotcha. day, like the monotony of it. Mm-hmm. And I think she's kind of the same gotcha. way. I think that was part of it. So we have like a loop that we do. So like we do our music on Monday. We have a whole music curriculum that we mm-hmm. use. That's like international, um, there's actually like three different programs they have, but it's all like instruments from around the world is our focus right now. And there's YouTube videos that go with it and a composer study and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And then we do our poetry tea time on Tuesdays Aww. or like this morning we went to the library and said mm-hmm. world Wednesday is what I'm calling it, but it's basically environmental science. Mm. I realize that my kids do not have a clue about weather mm. because we live in Arizona That's and it's right. the same every day. They really don't understand any weather words. Uh Like, I feel like that was so baked in in Wisconsin to like my kindergarten Mm. classroom experience. Mm -hmm. Like, what's the weather today? And they're just, it's not the same way here because we can't just learn from our environment. (laughs) So we're doing like a big weather unit right now. And we're doing, I have a science of climate change resource that we're going to go through. This might take us a couple years, actually. Mm And there's also this like resource that's like what kids can do to save the planet. So there's like a different story about a real kid Mm -hmm. every week that like did a project or did something. And then, you know, those are, those are very impactful. Yeah. Some of those stories and the recycling stories, man, just launched me right into environmental science in college. Exactly. (laughs) And then thinking Thursday, that's like logic and critical thinking. So we do like, I have a philosophy for kids book. We talk about, we play logic games. Mm -hmm. We Sometimes I just do a random math game, like whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we want to mm-hmm. do that day. And then Fridays, so I try to plan the bulk of my curriculum Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then Fridays are really for finishing things up or fun. Okay. But if we go on like a trip or something on a Tuesday, then I'll switch it. Mm-hmm. But that gives us some flexibility. Mm-hmm. So, okay, sorry, that was a whole week schedule. That wasn't no. really a day, but here's the day. <laughs> but th- that's how you start the day. And Let I me tell you about, about my about day that. yesterday. Okay. Because today is a little okay. more atypical. But let's talk about yesterday. Okay. So yesterday we started with Music Monday. Mm-hmm. We learned about wind instruments from around the world. So we had a video to watch about the didgeridoo. Oh, very cool. All, from like being made all the way to, mm-hmm. you know, how they play it and decorate it and everything. And then we did our language arts, which our language arts is literature based. So we're always working out of a book mm-hmm. for a few weeks. And then all the grammar, all of the... Um, comprehension, all of the story elements, everything ties together with that book. So we are working on that Fatty Legs book right now, which is the one about the little girl who went to residential school. And then we break sometime in the morning for like snack and read aloud. Usually I'm reading aloud Mm. that book that we're working on. I tend to read aloud or they read with me. Mm -hmm. And then we're digging deeper into that. And then they have separate books that they read independently. Um, and then we have a little time after that for like working on their individual subjects, like their math, their whatever, you know, they have a daily math review. They have their math curriculum. They have spelling and vocabulary program. They have geography. Um, we do a state study every week. So every week right now they're like doing a little sheet about a state and like researching a state Mm -hmm. and then their independent reading lunch is usually around noon. And then they have half hour to an hour of quiet time, depending on how much quiet time I need Mm -hmm. (laughs) and how much time we have. 
And then every day in the afternoon, then we start together also. Okay. So that's really helping to like start our morning together mm-hmm. and then start our afternoon. And then from there, they can have time to work on what they need to work on. Gotcha. So we do social studies. We did, we're working right now on, uh, we just finished like Chinese immigration to the West during mm-hmm. the gold rush. Mm-hmm. And now this week, our unit is just like general life in the 19th century. So like a day on communication, mm-hmm. what that was like, the t- telegraph, all yeah. that kind of stuff. That's interesting. Pony Express, you know, a day on entertainment and music, mm-hmm. a day on food, mm-hmm. just like kind of a general fun week this yep. week. Um, and then art. I actually just have an art textbook that mm-hmm. is from Harcourt that is like the fifth grade art textbook. And I pull projects from there mm-hmm. and like do a little lesson from there. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes we'll do something that goes along with, you know, if there was a project um, that links to other subjects mm-hmm. or whatever. And then we switch off doing writing or grammar every other day. So like if Vanessa's doing writing, that's an online program too. And I do other things that's writing is a whole conglomerate of things, Mm -hmm. but there's a online program we use plus something I teach plus this other thing that we mix in. And so we kind of do a bunch of different stuff. And then, so whoever has the more intense writing lesson then the other one just has like kind of their independent grammar practice Mm -hmm. and they each do something different for that because they like something different. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Okay. That was yesterday. All right. Yeah. And I think yesterday we actually switched health in for art because we loop. Mm -hmm. We have loops. Gotcha. Like there's an AM loop and a PM loop where Mm -hmm. we loop. So we're not doing all these subjects every day. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's super interesting to just get the breakdown. No, I (laughs) find it fascinating. I love all of those details. How much during the day, you know, you said the girls are working a little bit more independently, but how much do you feel on versus do you have little chunks of time in there that mm-hmm. you feel like you can do a little something? Yeah. Like, how does that feel to you I feel you like right it's now? like half and half of okay. the day. So I feel like we spend maybe from 9 to like 10.30 together mm-hmm. solidly. At, well, maybe 9 to 11 because then I do like read aloud with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have about an hour, an hour and a half where they're working on things independently and they're popping in if they need help or, you know, I'm gotcha. maybe pulling one of them to work on writing because this just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Writing and grammar kind of happens like throughout the day whenever I have a minute. Mm-hmm. And then we have another block in the afternoon that's probably only about an hour. Mm-hmm. And then they're working independently the rest of the afternoon. Gotcha. Or getting help or, you know, right separately at least. Yep. So... Yeah, or sometimes that might be like we had science and then they're working on a big science experiment or project together, mm-hmm. but I can kind of, I get them started and I can kind of go put laundry in or right. do what I need to do. Yeah. So it's about half and half right now. And how much does it feel like lately, like they are just, you know, motivated, like how much hurting do you mm-hmm. feel like you have mm-hmm. to do? And I'm sure I know that's changed lately, just over I, time. I feel even just like from the beginning of the year to now, it's improved quite a bit because we've really dialed some things in, mm-hmm. like found kind of the sweet spot, what what materials they want to use. I changed up our science a little bit because that was quite cumbersome. Mm. We tried something new and it didn't work. And I was like, okay, we're going back to this Mm -hmm. other way. So I think, honestly, most of the day they're fairly motivated for school Mm -hmm. because they also know like, I also let them do their independent work and stuff in whatever order they want. And Mm. they kind of like that. And they know when it's done, it's done. Right. Um, And they can... You know, they've even been trying to get it done in like three days yeah. so that they can right. have more free time, which I'm totally fine with because that's yeah. a life skill. Right. right. Like, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I would say there's any times where I'm necessarily hurting them to get going. It's more individual like focus mm-hmm. or messing with each other or the other distractions of the day than right. like they don't 
they also just know like it's not an option. Like this is right. how we're doing school. Right. And right. that was harder at the beginning mm-hmm. for sure. Now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well. Right. And I think the older they get and they talk to their friends and hear about the homework they have and mm-hmm. like the hours that they put in, I think they're starting to get an appreciation for all the flexibility right. we have and right. not like take that for granted, yeah. you know? So yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I love hearing about it. So I'm glad we got to do a deep all dive the in things. that. Okay. Besides my planner, which almost yes. is going to make you into a homeschooler. I know. I think. We're both obsessed with that. <laughs> Any other school-related current obsessions? Something you're loving for the kids? Yes. I am loving some reusable snack and sandwich bags mm, that I which found. Which ones are you using? Yes. So this is helping with that whole lunch challenge that yeah. I said. I, one thing I didn't talk about is another challenge that came in with Dash is he came home. This was last year, actually, saying that we had these kind of... Uh, harder plastic lunch boxes, kind of bento-ish, but just a little divided sandwich, but like very sturdy and reusable. Well, he came home saying that he felt like that was too babyish. Okay. Okay. So it's like, all right, friend. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody has bento boxes in fifth grade, mom. So he didn't want to use that anymore, but I will not use like disposable, just Ziplocs every single day. I just can't stand generating that much trash. So we're kind of at this like impasse. I would like sneak his lunch in one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like not to, not to be mean, but just like, ah, I don't have anything to put your lunch in. Or we were wrapping things in saran wrap, which just doesn't work and is not (laughs) addressing the waste issue. (laughs) Anyway, so I found these pretty affordable, reusable snack and sandwich bags. Mm -hmm. So I got the Target brand, actually. Okay, they have, yeah, a reusable, smaller snack bag. It's kind of like a thicker, more stiff mm-hmm. plastic, mm-hmm. but it, you know, um, like Ziplocs kind of at the top, and it's been great. You can put them in the dishwasher. And then I got two reusable sandwich bags that are the ReZip brand. Okay. And that's kind of the thicker, flexible, clear, almost kind of like silicone yeah. material. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I got those at Target as well. And I was kind of intimidated by all the reusable bags because they can be quite pricey. Yeah. And they I was can just be like, super expensive. Ah, I don't know if I want to spit, like, are we going to use these this right. much? It would felt like such a big upfront you gotta, investment. I kind of got to try it out. Yeah. But these felt affordable and Good. they've been working great. I've been recently making the switch myself. I mean, we don't have to pack lunches, but just, you know, grabbing a, a snack yeah, for, for things on gym the go. or whatever. And yes. Yeah. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. What about you? I am obsessed with, and I don't even have the brand because I can't find the brand, but they're everywhere. But I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out. I got my girl's Bluetooth over ear headphones. Yes, we have some of those as well. Why did this take me so long? I I love my earbuds, but I didn't feel like they, I was like, that kind of grosses me out, kids using earbuds and their ears are growing and I just don't know about that. (laughs) So I was like, no, I feel like I want them to be over the ear still. And I just got some at, I think like Walmart during grocery pickup, like I got desperate one day and was sick of dealing with the cords on there, you know, for their math and stuff like that. So it is so nice. It's actually really cute too, because Julia especially just loves audiobooks. Mm. So she will just be walking all around the house with her audiobook playing Mm -hmm. and just happy as a clam doing a puzzle that. this oh. weekend just like it's how so wonderful great. to experience yeah. childhood that yeah. way yeah oh I'm my like, what a world we live in yes. so if you haven't already done that it's worth it's worth the investment and they're just they're cheap now they weren't yes. always cheap they're but very they're like, affordable you know, 25 30 bucks, i will so. link to the ones that we got okay. the boys and they are from amazon and we've been really happy with them yeah i think that there's a lot of really good brands out so just just was a revelation to yes. me this is so much easier that's great 
All right. I think that is all we have. Thank you for indulging us with our back to school yes. talk. The, you know, the nerds in us just really get excited about back to we school We can go deep. Still. We would love to hear how your school year is going for your family. If you have school-aged kiddos and any great tips for routines are always welcome. You can find us in between episodes, like always, on Instagram. We are Hi Girls Next Door. And the show notes for this episode are at our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com, where we will link to anything we mentioned. And we'd love to get your emails at hi-girls-next-door at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. going to make my outline 125%. So I wanted to let you know that. I like that. <laughs> Makes me feel better. Mine is 125% and I have my readers on. And you so have your really cute readers on. That's where we're at. Uh-huh. Talk about myself in the third person. That's obnoxious. Let's just switch to talking about ourselves in the third person and not mention it. And I better it. take that S off the homeschools or I will 100% you homeschools. I'll be homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me just back it up. All three kids of my, all three, (laughs) all three of my kids.